Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings Vent Line every Sunday right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. What is going on, everyone? We are through the draft. We're through the schedule release. The NFL offseason never sleeps here. And on Purple Daily, we like to break things down seven days a week. We like to host a little show on Sundays called Vikings Vent Line. I'm going to talk to my guys, Eric and Grant, here in just a little bit. We're going to get their thoughts, a couple Vikings fans' thoughts on the NFL schedule. Of course, we've given our thoughts, Mackie Judd and myself, uh, on some other episodes so far the last few days of Purple Daily and on Mackie and Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Uh, excited to talk to them, talk schedule, highs, lows, and whatnot. Maybe even give a record prediction for the Minnesota Vikings by the end of it. Uh, by the way, this is Vikings Vent Line, which is your show. So if you'd like to join it, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. That's vikingsventline at gmail.com if you'd like to come on a future episode. Love to talk to as many Vikings fans as possible throughout this uh, off-season edition, of course, during the regular season. Vikings Ventline exists the moment after the Vikings game ends where we bring fans on to talk about the Vikings game. Uh, really excited. We're honestly only, like, what, three, four months away from doing that. So we're already kind of halfway through this off-season edition of Vikings Ventline. So appreciate everyone that's been able to come on and shoot me a note. VikingsBentline at gmail.com if you'd like to join. Of course, Ventline is powered by our friends at TCL. Go get yourself a nice TCL television uh, as we get ready for summer. And Dennis Kirk, DennisKirk.com, motorcycle parts, accessories. It's finally riding season wherever you may be, whether if you're in the Twin Cities or wherever in the country, go to DennisKirk.com for some of the best motorcycle parts and accessories that you need for riding season. That's Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com. All right, let's get our guys Eric and Grant in here. On Vikings Ventline, fellas, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on here. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for yeah. having us. Grant, you were on last year. Eric, you've been on Write That Down before. Mm-hmm. So uh, welcome to Vikings Ventline, dude. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, should we get right into the schedule here, basically? Should we just do it? Let's do it. Go All for right. it. So let's, let's get right into the schedule. Uh, Vikings open the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like this is as easy as a softball as the Vikings could have possibly hoped for uh, in week one. So before we kind of get into the highs and lows of the schedule uh, and we kind of give a record prediction as well, your thoughts just week one at home against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Eric, I'll start with you. Um, Thanks for having me on again. Um, I I, I like the way the schedule came out. Um, I'm down here in Florida. I'm probably about maybe an hour or so from Tampa and, the mood down here is pretty much the Buccaneers are going to take a, st- a step back. Um, you know, they, they pretty much unload a lot of their old contracts, 
Brady's gone. Um, that's kind of been the Bucks' history. They'll maybe pop off one or two years, and then they're miserable <laughs> for 10. So I think it's a great um, get for the Vikings to get them at home in the first game with a lot of uncertainty with their roster. Um, Kent may be a trap game, as you talked about before in the previous episode, um, especially four days later with Philly coming in. You got a team that doesn't really know like that they're bad yet. They're kind of like, oh, we still have hope for zero and zero. There's still hope, right? When yeah. you get a team like later in the season and they're three and 12 and they're re- basically just mailing it in. So could be tricky, but I think all things considered, they have a, a, a good get with the, the Bucks in the first game. Eric, you're telling me uh, people in Tampa Bay area and St. Pete aren't that excited about Baker Mayfield? That doesn't really get their hopes up too much? <laughs> no, no. I. Uh, it's funny because they're very much into the lightning. But yeah, when the Bucks right. are good, they're really into the Bucks. But it's big lightning country down there. Right. Um, so if the Bucks are not good, no one goes to the games. So I don't blame you. Uh, Grant, how about you, man? Uh, welcome back to Vikings Ventline. First off, you were on about this time last year. So now that the schedule is out, uh, what do you think? Vikings and Bucks week one, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I'm excited for that game. I think it's pretty easy set up for the first game there. But just like Eric was saying, that could be a trap game. Hopefully we're not looking too far ahead to Philadelphia four days later on and just kind of think past this one. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. I think it's a great first matchup. Should be an easy win, but don't don't sleep on Tampa. Be prepared. Amen. I know. And that's where, uh, you know, weird things can happen in week one where, you know, random teams win or like a good team contending team can kind of stumble for a little bit. And, yeah. you know, now that there's an extra game, I guess 0-2 isn't as daunting and as against you as it was during the 16 game regular season. Now you have kind of an extra game to make up for it. But you certainly don't want to stumble uh, against the Bucks because to you guys' point, going into Philadelphia, a short week in Philly, um, I think I think a lot of us, we picked the schedule on the Friday episode of Purple Daily. I mean, that that's just like an automatic L, I think, uh, on paper, at least for right now. We'll certainly see what happens, but that one's going to be tough. Um, boys, what is your favorite game so far on the Vikings schedule? I know they have one less home game, uh, but Eric, is there a game that really stands out to you? What's your favorite uh, uh, game on the Vikings schedule for 2023? Uh, I would have to have all the games. I think the 49er game stands out to me. And I'll say this for this much. Last year, the team was kind of more working off that 11 personnel, more uh, uh, wide out, just high flying. And I think a lot of the moves this year of trying to maybe go 12 personnel to kind of emulate the Shanahan uh, style of offense, I think it's going to be a really interesting dynamic. It's the middle of the season. Um, both teams are probably going to be coming into in a good spot in their schedule. And I think the matchups offensively could be interesting. I mean, um, uh, Jusek with um, Ham, uh, Ayuk with Addison Osborne, Debo, JJ. Um, if they keep Dalvin, you know, McCaffrey, Dalvin, Purdy, Kirk, Kittle, TJ. I mean, you really have your guns versus their guns. I think it's going to be interesting to see what team does better with that style of offense and who can really execute. It feels like, too – like who the hell is going to play quarterback for San Francisco? Like, is it Sam Darnold? Is it Trey Lance? Is this Brock Purdy's bionic arm come back by then? Um, you know, for as good as that roster is, which it still certainly is, you know, that's a major question at quarterback. And mm-hmm. I, you know, they have a lot of off season to still kind of figure out who is QB one. I know Kyle Shanahan's been talking up Sam Darnold as that guy so far, uh, but who is going to be the quarterback by the time that game rolls in? Right. I mean, that's October 23rd. Who knows what could happen? Uh, the Niners obviously rolled through a bunch of different quarterbacks last year. But I think that should be a fun one to your point. I mean, it's going to be, yeah, your guns versus theirs. Um, you can get a lot of creative creativity between Shanahan, Kevin O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, too, obviously, that's always a fun time yeah. uh, here at U.S. Bank Stadium, at least in Minneapolis. So 
that's going to be a blast. Uh, Grant, how about you, dude? When you looked at this schedule, what was your uh, favorite game on paper? So personally, I'm most excited for week 14 against uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Just I live in Arizona, so I'm planning on going to that game nice. here, meeting some buddies down nice. there, So, or I guess up there for me. Um, so I'm excited for that one. But I agree with Eric. I think San Francisco here was at week seven. I think that's going to be a true test here. I mean, we should be getting into midseason form at that point. Rust should all be shaken off. That's a home game. That's a primetime game. I think that's going to be a big game to see what we're really about here this year. Uh, Grant, I saw like, at least in here, in Minneapolis, like when the leaks started coming out on Thursday afternoon about like the schedule that was basically official airline fare in Minneapolis, at least to Vegas, like shot up like 400%. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're planning to like drive or fly up. Maybe it's an easy flight. It is an easy flight, obviously proximity wise. And I guess it's probably not too bad of a drive. If you had to do the drive from Arizona to Vegas, yep. uh, but, but good luck to you, by the way, if, if you're, I appreciate it. <laughs> I made, I, my, <laughs> I made my first trip there uh, in March. I'd ne- never been to Vegas before, and it was an absolute blast. Um, I, I was joking with Mackie and Judd that I, the moment this came down last night or on Thursday night, it was uh, already my buddy's plan. I'm like, let's go to Vegas again. December, it was Vikings game. It should be. I drove by the stadium in Vegas. It does look It does look awesome. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a great atmosphere. So, yeah, that one should be a blast. Monday Night Football. Uh are you guys surprised at the amount of primetime games they got? So they got currently five on the schedule. I, I know there is flexibility that could be flexed out, uh, certainly towards the end of the season. Uh, Eric, were you surprised the amount of primetime games they got? And I guess also question within another one is, is that good news for the Vikings and Kirk Cousins? <laughs> of course, because, you know, if primetime Kirk's a whole, that's a whole nother legend. And I think with that, with Kirk, I was kind of like thinking back, like why would a person be so bad? You know, people get up at a certain time and they have a routine. He seems like, oh, I know he's the most routine person. He's like, what, it's a six-minute schedule for his life? Yeah. And it's one of the things probably when he gets up for they have a noon game, he has a routine. But, like, when the game's on at noon, he has, like, eight hours to fill. He's like, what do I do for eight hours? Right. <laughs> so his whole schedule is off, right? But um, to get back to your question, <laughs> to get back to your question, um, I was surprised. I thought they would have maybe, like, at least two or three. Um, now, some of those could be flex because it's toward the end of the year. The Green Bay game might be flex if the Green Bay is not is where they should be, or let's say if the Vikings have a, a, a lead in the division and they don't think that that's like the game they want to put on TV, or they could flex more games. But um, I was a little surprised in that respect because I know, like, the, at least I, from my perspective down here, the Vikings kind of get that little like, oh, well, they're the Vikings, they're not the Cowboys, they're not the Niners, they're not the Packers type. Um, type of like, like like buzz right sure. but they should be a great team so i'm not surprised in that sense but i'm surprised based on how the media perceives them and you you, you know my opinion about kirk cousins in prime time so hopefully happy with surprise but we'll see what happens grant how about you dude were you surprised at the amount of primetime games they got in the least in their schedule release i was surprised i was surprised how many there was i'm excited for it i love watching primetime games but a little nervous how we do i mean that's kind of our, been our downfall here the past few years is when the lights are the brightest, that's not when the team is clicking on all, all cylinders, but um, no, I'm, I'm excited for that here and excited to see Viking nation. Absolutely. Uh, Boys. Do you buy this whole Vikings lions duking it out for the division? I know Vegas and odds makers are saying, Hey, lions are actually the favorite. I believe at nine and a half Vikings are about a game back at eight and a half. 
Um, I'm 30 years old. I've really never seen preseason <laughs> hype for the Lions before up until this year. You know, even with Stafford, there was some, oh, yeah, they could be feisty and they could be good. I think this is the first real offseason, ironically enough, without Stafford, uh, that it's like, oh, no, the Lions could win the North this year. They came on strong in the second half of last year. Jared Goff looked really good, and uh, they're the favorites to win the NFC North. Are you buying, again, two questions here, are you buying the Lions' legitimacy and also, at the same time, do you kind of like they've stacked these two games basically towards the end of the season, Eric, where if it's, you know, December, uh, Christmas Eve, week 16, that you're going to have two teams potentially duking it out for the division? I sort of lukewarm on them. If I'm doing like a, like, a, like a gauge, yeah. I'm not hot, hot. I'm more like lukewarm. I mean, I'm a little older than you are. Like today is my birthday. I'm 41 Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. So I'm so old enough to remember <laughs> – when the Viking, I mean the Vikings, the, the Lions, when they were bad and then they were good for a little while, then they were yeah. bad for a long time. And so I kind of feel like this is one of those things where because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers should regress and the Bears are still in regression, mm-hmm. that there is a national sense of, well, we need to have some kind of like competition with the Vikings and somebody else. And the, the Lions are like that team this year that everyone's kind of buying into. Okay, I'm going to make my dark horse bet to make the playoffs and to do something with what they have. Right. And it's mostly based off what happened at the tail end of last year, because the beginning part of the last year, they were awful. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, and a credit to them, they brought in new players. Uh, they kept their, uh, the offensive coordinator, which I think is the mastermind of that team. Right. For as much as Dan Campbell does and doesn't do things with decisions, the offensive coordinator for that team is the one that kind of makes the engine go. I kind of feel like a lot of ways the media is trying to generate a competition with the way they put the schedule at the end of the year that these two teams will be neck and neck going for the division and create a lot of like competition. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Grant, what about you, man? Are, are you buying the Lions? Are, has the roar been restored basically uh, in Detroit? I I don't know about that. Like you guys always say on the show, I mean, the Lions have to prove that they're not the Lions. I mean, Declan, I'm a few years older than you so the Lions have never really been great in my lifetime at all I think the media is building up more than it is but I don't think we can sleep on it I mean I'm just going through and picking the schedule I had us splitting the series with them just like last year here but I don't know it'll be interesting to see I don't think it's as big as the media is hyping it up to be but yeah I mean it'll be good I guess to just have yeah two teams I mean this division I think is going to be pretty weak in general um Maybe the Vikings, I guess, or the Lions uh, could run away with it, just knowing that the Bears are in that transitional period. I mean, I would be shocked if the Bears popped up overnight. Uh, maybe, maybe 2024, there's maybe their true window where they kind of make more strides than this year, and it's a building block season. But I'd be pretty shocked if you saw a Bears team uh, going to double digits. And if they do, I guess that's big trouble for the rest of the division because they kind of figured things out. That probably means Justin Fields took a significant step forward. But it feels like at least, yeah, on paper and Vegas is right. That's kind of going to be Detroit and Minnesota with now Jordan Love um, being the quarterback with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting, though. I mean, Lions and Vikings, I, it's never really happened where those are the two teams duking it out uh, for supremacy in the division. Kind of back to my lifetime point, that's never been the case. It's usually, <laughs> it's usually been Packers, a little bit of the Bears popping up, Vikings popping up. Uh, but for the last 20 years, it's been mostly the, of those same three teams duking it out. Now, all of a sudden, the Lions uh, are in the conversation. Uh, boys, do you have a least favorite spot so far on the Viking schedule? Is there a team or is there even a stretch where you just particularly don't like? Uh, Eric, how about you? Um, I'll go back to the beginning part of the year. And 
maybe I can kind of, because we already talked about it a little bit. Um, I kind of feel like they're, they're like, there's some built-in trap games in this, like the Bucks games, maybe it was a trap game. I think the Carolina game could be a trap game for mm-hmm. the Kansas City game. Um, and I only say that because uh, the team, um, there are certain games they want to get up for, and they know that these teams are going to be the measuring stick for where they want to be as a franchise. And so making sure that they're prepared for them. And I think, well, they could be trap games. I don't think because um, the way O'Connell coaches um, the team and the, the culture, the team's always prepared. Um, well, I can't say they're always prepared because there were a couple of games last year where they weren't prepared, mm-hmm. but that may have been for other reasons. But um, I think some of those trap games could come up in the schedule um, and hopefully they don't look past them and hopefully they'll be able to kind of like right some of those wrongs from last year where they get them like a nice win versus Kansas City, then the game after it's not a trap game like it was with Buffalo and Dallas and then, of course, with some of the other games. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Uh, Grant, how about you? Is there a stretch of games you don't really like, or is there a, is there an opponent that you just don't want to see the Vikings play in this schedule so far? Yeah, overall, I was nervous about the schedule before they released it here, just with how many tough teams we have coming up. But I'm pretty surprised at how spread out those matchups are, so I was really happy about that. But that being said, week two through week seven does give me makes me a little nervous on that. I was really hoping we get Philadelphia at home this year. Just I know we got our butts kicked last year there, and we haven't won there since what 2018, I think when I looked it up. Um, and then just the Chargers, that's going to be a tough one. Panthers, just like Eric said, I think that's going to be a game that's going to be tough. Just looking forward to Kansas City the next week. Week could be a trap game. Adam Thielen. Um, also, the next week after that at Chicago, right before the 49ers, I think that could be another trap game as well. Um, so that that stretch gives me makes me a little nervous on it. But overall, I'm pretty happy how the schedule turned out. Yeah, I guess the only thing I don't like is, you know, the back-to-back home games don't come until 16-17. I mean, I, I guess you could say, well, that's good news if they've weathered the storm and they have a chance to close it out with back-to-back home wins against divisional foes uh, towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, I think the the only scary part I don't like is, you know, you're, you're seeing top-end quarterbacks. You know, like if you got Mahomes, you got Burrow, you got Herbert, um, you got Jalen Hurts, you have probably four of what I would say are consensus top-five quarterbacks right now in the NFL. Uh, so if you can go obviously two and two against those four guys, that's great news. And if you're, you know, going three and one or better, well, now you're playing with house money. And that's where I said kind of last year, you know, you kind of get to a math game, if you will, like with, with some of these game uh, situations where, all right, if you went three and one against those quarterbacks, well, now you only have to go X amount to get to 10, 11 wins. So yeah, I, I mostly like this schedule. Um, I'm shocked at a little, little surprised. I should say at the amount of primetime games, but in general, yeah, I think it fell pretty favorably for the Vikings. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think the stretch I really don't like is, yeah, I mean, you're going to see Mahomes and Hurts. Uh, San Francisco is a good team. You're going to see a lot of those teams early. So I think I think a decent start is pretty big for the Vikings. If they can start, you know, four and three or four and four around 500 by the time November rolls around, I think they're going to be in pretty good shape to potentially make the playoffs. Uh, boys, do you have a record 
prediction for the Vikings so far. So I think uh, Mackie, Judd, and myself, we've done it. I had meant 11 wins uh, in the initial gut check, and we'll probably do that multiple times on Purple Daily. Uh, but Eric, do you have a record prediction for the Vikings this year? I do. I also have 11 wins as well. Um, okay. And that, you know, I'm a Dalvin guy. So that, you know, my, my opinion, I know that's not everyone's opinion. My opinion, like, you know, he won like a couple of games for them just based on some of his long runs and plays. So I, I don't think if he's back, if he's not back, I, I could probably see that come down a little bit because of this, this the playing making dynamic that he presents, like the, just the home run chain on some of these plays. But um, like I just said, I think the schedule works out great in the sense that you already knew that you had a lot of first place teams. You knew you had the AFC West, but then you got eight um, noon, 1 p.m. games for Kirk Cousins. You know, you have no real cold games. Um, a lot of your uh, hard games kind of in the front part of the year. You got the two games for the holidays um, at home, back to back. Um, I just kind of think the way it works out, like it's a nice schedule for them, all things considered. Even the extra like road game, um, you're not going past Las Vegas um, for your furthest. So you're not going to San Francisco and then back, and then you're not going out to LA and back. And the fact that you're in Minneapolis, you're traveling the fifth at least amount of miles for any team. So I think like the way it all worked out, it's a nice schedule. I think it's very winnable, especially with the team they're bringing back. I know Flores going to do great things with the, with the defense, and I think there's a lot of optimism that they could really defy some of the odds makers and do have a great season. Absolutely, Grant. How about you, man? You're going to march this 11 win total. Where are we at? Oh, please don't question my fanhood. I got them going <laughs> nine and eight. <laughs> okay. I think there's some trap games in there. Um, I feel like last year the football gods were on our side a lot, which was awesome. Last year was awesome to watch. But I I think the defense is going to be a lot better. I think the offense will be better with the addition of Addison as well. I just feel like things aren't going to go our way as much as it did last year. And maybe this is just part of me wanting this to happen as well. Next year, I want a new quarterback. I want us to trade up for one of the top two quarterbacks. Just, I mean, they're supposed to be generational talents. Everyone says just watching some highlights, they look amazing. Yeah, I think it's time to turn the chapter on that here. So, I mean, just falling nine and eight, uh, put us at the 17th or 18th pick in the 2023 draft just makes it a lot easier to trade up at that point. So I guess that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> Absolutely. In nine and eight, right. They'll probably be 16th, yeah, like okay. 18th. Yeah. Right in their draft slots. So if, and if they go probably better, like Eric and I are saying, well, that's more like 21, 23. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that jump up's going to be more difficult. Not, uh, not going to be good. If you, or at least you have to pay more ammunition, I guess, to move up. If you want to go get one of those, yeah. Um, yeah. those franchise guys too. Uh, fellas, before we wrap up here on Vikings vent line, uh, Eric, do you have any last takes, any shout outs uh, you want to give? And obviously it's your birthday, dude. So happy birthday again, <laughs> second time, but happy birthday. I guess shout out to me, right? For yeah, you know, turning forty-one, for making it to forty-one. So, um, no, it's just I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on again. Um, Grant, as well as uh, all the best out in Arizona, Declan, all the best with your upcoming uh, engagement and in, in getting you. married. Um, words of advice: separate bathroom, separate closets. <laughs> I like that you don't one. Have to have any interfere. You just kind of keep yourself in that. You know, you have a, a house or two bedroom apartment or something like that. You have your own bathroom. You give her the other bathroom. Then there's no controversy. There's no you yep. move my stuff around and the closets. You got a nice big closet. You take the little closet somewhere else. You kind of have your own space. No issues. You keep that separate. You're you're good to go. So, but uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on again, and it's like uh, all the best to uh, Viking fandom in the upcoming year. 
Awesome. Yeah, we're actually we're going through a move. We're moving next uh, next weekend, so we're we're starting to do some packing. It literally that's with the on the weekend agenda. That's all we're doing. And uh, mm-hmm. and the two bathroom route. Yes, she has uh, shared a bathroom with me the last year, and I uh, I can <laughs> just say that that's all Aspie Prasby said that she had to share a bathroom with me, and she was not a, not a big fan of that. So I'll appreciate <laughs> that advice. I will heed it, uh, and I will I will use it going forward. Ten, ten, uh, over ten years married, and I've had no complaints in that in that situation. So awesome. good to know. Uh, Grant, how about you, man? Last takes or any shout outs you want to give or life advice too, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want my life advice, but uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate you having me back on again. Uh, Eric, happy birthday. Thank Pleasure you, to meet you. Declan, congratulations. Getting married. Uh, give a shout out to my buddies, Trevor, Jake, and Bennett. Uh, they text with me every single day about the Vikings, meeting them for the game here week 14. Um, shout out to my to be wife, uh, we're getting married here this fall, actually, as well. Nice. Uh, sticking with me through my crazy fan obsession with the Vikings and the ups and downs <laughs> of that. So, but no, appreciate you having me on again. Absolutely, boys. Hey, thank you for coming on, Eric. Enjoy your birthday, Grant. No. Enjoy the weather down there. It's finally nice here in Minnesota too. I shouldn't say like it's not cold. It's finally like seventy-five <laughs> and eighty. Nice. It was, lo- it was the longest winter I think I've ever experienced. It's, here in hot, it's hot here, man. I bet. It's been hot here since February. So. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Thank you so much for coming on Vikings Ventline again. If anyone wants to come on a future episode, shoot me a note. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back at full strength on Monday with Mackie, Judd, and myself.